0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's Accelerate Your Performance podcast. I'm your host, Janet Pilcher. Thanks for having a desire to be your best at work and help your organization achieve success. This podcast is all about actions we can take to improve workplace culture and achieve results. And they're all aligned to our nine principles for organizational excellence. Over the past several months, I've been with executive organizational leaders most every week. I've seen leaders working harder than ever and making difficult decisions in these difficult times. When we've been in meetings together, we've talked about doing three actions all the time. These three actions are fundamental to managing the constant change in unpredictable times. I've found myself saying, stay the course, communicate with evidence, and do so in short, succinct points. So today's episode reinforces less is more as we experience constant change in unpredictable times. Now I provide three simple, yet I believe important, suggestions for my learnings in the field. I suggest we apply these suggestions 100% of the time. They are indeed always actions to help us manage change in these unpredictable times. First, Focus on few yet meaningful things to manage change. Most times when we're asked to assess an organization, the problem is inconsistency in results. And this means leaders are seeing too much variability in outcomes or after some positive game, you know, performance flattens or, and begins to decline. Have you ever been through these emotions? <laughs> we see some positive results for a short period of time. We feel really hopeful Like we're turning the corner and then the bottom falls out and we start seeing declines. It just takes the winds out of our sails. While there are many possible reasons for inconsistency, we find that one cause shows up more than others. People are trying to do too much. Sometimes we think that doing more is better. We're so passionate to do the right thing and find the answers, we try to do Too much, too soon, and we become overwhelmed. When external factors affect our work environment like COVID, we feel even more pressure to do all that we need to do and do it right away. Ironically, here's what we've seen work. The less change we try to make at one time, the better our chances of success. It's the proverbial saying that rings true, less is more. I'm not saying no changes are the way to go. People and organizations can only handle so much change at once. We recommend leaders do one or two things each. And when we make the changes, it works best if we scaffold those changes, fold them into taking small, consistent, meaningful steps. Few, small, meaningful steps. When leaders apply too many changes at one time, think about how the employees feel. People work harder and longer hours and they see no return. Why? Because they're working on too many things or the wrong things that are not producing the results. Remember what keeps the nine principles flywheel spinning, inspired workplaces, strengthen our people and accelerated results. And it's when we have the right skills and are doing the right things that we produce results. And results spin the flywheel faster and faster. Back to inconsistency in our organizations. Inconsistencies occur when we're doing too many things at once. In time, adding too many new things to current work means a drop in consistency of of the previous work. That work doesn't go away. The tasks that have fallen off because of the new actions still must be completed. Delays in the new actions occur, meaning the change never becomes fully operational. When we feel the urgency to make changes, which is most all of the time, let's choose one or two actions. Work on these actions frequently and stay with it long enough to see the outcomes and only then decide if another action is needed. To determine if this action is working, apply an improvement process to constantly review evidence determining what's working and why, what's not working and why not, and what modifications should we make to get better. I've seen organizations full of good ideas and people love applying solutions. I've found myself asking these questions. What problem are you trying to solve? What are the possible causes of the problem? How did you choose what to work on? As you are applying the solution, how do you know if it's working? I loved what President Kelly at the University of West Georgia said the other day with his leaders. I don't want us to fall in love with the solution. I want us to fall in love with the problem. That's what he kept saying. Let's do the deep work of understanding the problem we're trying to address. Do deep work to identify the causes of the problem. And focus on one or two things to get positive movement forward. Then constantly track the progress daily, weekly, monthly that feed into quarterly strategy cycles. This process creates a rhythm for our work and that helps us in unpredictable times. Here's the second recommendation I've learned from the field when we're applying the one or two actions, break those actions down into doable steps. Small steps can lead to great results and reduce the anxiety people encounter with a new challenge. And show how each step connects to the other and then how those steps help achieve results. For those of us who have been teachers, think about how we teach students. We teach students how to break down complex problems and we don't move to the next step until the current step is mastered. This process helps students achieve outcomes students at times may believe are impossible to achieve, but we help them by breaking down a complex problem into smaller steps. Last week, I was at a partner organization. We had a conversation about building financial sustainability that helps accelerate growth. We focused on the vision of where the organization needed to go. We then worked on what we could accomplish this year that would address the budget decline while ensuring that smaller actions would align to the overall long-term vision and direction. When we defined actions, we assigned ownership and developed 90-day sprints aligned to those few yet mighty actions. The final recommendation I've learned from the field is as we are focused on applying skills to solve problems, to manage constant change, we always connect the mind and heart. As we determine why we're applying specific actions, let's start with asking how this action helps us achieve our overall mission. For those of us in education, this is relatively easy. We do what we do every day to provide students with the best opportunities to be successful in life. When we connect the action to how that action supports this mission and we help faculty and staff understand how what they do matters to achieve this mission, we stay focused on the right things for all the right reasons. We want students to master learning outcomes to advance their knowledge, skills, and abilities. And for that to occur, we need to retain students, reduce their absences so that they are with us learning and growing. Most of all, People working in education believe in this mission from the bottom of their heart. If there are people in our organizations who don't, then we need to address them head on. There's no room for this type of disconnect, especially in times of constant change and unpredictable times. And for all of you who choose education as a profession and work with great heart, we extend to you our greatest appreciation for doing the best for students and families. In summary, here are three suggestions to take with you this week and throughout the year to do 100% of the time. Focus on few yet meaningful actions to manage change. Do that by helping teams balance their work to hardwire the right processes for applying these actions to achieve the best results. Continuously focus on what's working and why, what's not working and why not, and what to change as we track progress daily, weekly, and monthly. Number two, break the actions down into doable steps and move forward as people master each action. Keep the long-term vision in mind and start small to go big. And number three, connect the actions to the mission of our work, to help students achieve and become successful. Let's make sure we can verbalize this in specific language. Ask employees to connect how what they do matters to the actions driven by the mission. I know what you did yesterday or doing today and will do tomorrow. They're all important, more important than ever. And I know you feel the stress and the awesome responsibility of being leaders. I hope these three recommendations help you and your team manage the heavy weight you're carrying on your shoulders. You're doing what you do because you care for educators. You care about students and their families. You also care about the people who come to work every day, shouldering change in unpredictable times. Thank you for leading. It's an awesome responsibility. Thank you for tuning in to Accelerate Your Performance. If you're looking for more resources related to today's episode, head over to studereducation.com/podcast. Also, remember to connect every Thursday to hear the Accelerate Your Performance Producer, KC Cook de Leonis, provide reflections and excerpts from several of our What's Right in Education superintendents presenting our partner showcase on October 27th and 28th. This conference is virtual, so join us wherever you are by registering at studereducation.com/events. I look forward to connecting with you next time as we continue to focus on the nine principles for organizational excellence so that we can be our best at work. Have a great week.